Texas back. But I plan to make well over a thousand. I don't plan on going to sleep tonight. I'll probably go 71 to 68 uh, UNC versus Kansas. Why did that get bring up? Why, why, why are we doing that? Wusui, pig suey. I would disagree with the hot hand part because, like I said, Longwood's won 19 of their last 20. I hope it's not close. I hope, I hope Texas gets destroyed. <laughs> I think because I would have San Diego State in this matchup, I have to go UConn. Texas friends, feel free to DM me on the Twitter, which you don't know, and that's for good reason. Hey y'all, my name is Riley Dutcher, and I'm smarter than all you guys because I won Outsiders Opinion's second bracket challenge. Now back to Austin and Kevin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NCAA Opinions of the Week. Uh, we are doing this weekly so far. We'll see if that keeps up. You know, I'm joined by um, our lifetime contract person, Austin. But you, Austin, you and I both talked about Special Expert in our last NCAA video, um, which you should check out. And we were like, you know, we should just see if he's available. And he was available. So here he is, Jake. Thank you for joining us. It's good to see you again. Yeah, it's great to see you guys. Thanks for having me. It's always How a blessing. Much... Sorry, what'd you say? I said it's always a blessing. We need oh, our yes, expert yes. in our lives. Yes. Yeah, and I, I will say, I mean, after the showing that you guys had at the the March Madness, you know, bracket challenge and the showing that I had, you know, coming out on top, I think I've earned that title. Yes, and it is on the contract. So if you want more information mm -hmm. on that, Scroll over to our March videos, but it is November. We're a week, about a week into uh, the college basketball world. Uh, what have you watched so far, Jake? You know, I've been so busy this week. I haven't gotten around to watching too many games, but I was able to see the Mizzou basketball game on Monday because I worked the game and they looked very good. They got a, the new crop of transfers was impressive. Um, but I was able to catch a glimpse of the Baylor-Auburn game on Wednesday, and that was a shootout. That was interesting. Auburn was Auburn was slinging it. I mean, their new freshman, I forgot the name, his name. Um, he was he was throwing daggers. He, he was all over the place. He dropped, like, what, 25-something points. He was impressive, even though Auburn lost the game. So very impressive game there. And then there's a lot of college basketball on uh, tonight, which is, what, Friday the uh, – the tenth, so we'll, we'll see. This this game tonight, we got Arizona versus Duke, and I'm definitely gonna get, catch a glimpse of that one. Is there any team thus far that you think has an advantage over any others, or is there a couple few that you think are vying for that top spot, or is it way too early to tell? Well, there are a couple teams that I think are the best teams in basketball, whether they're there on the rankings or not. Um, one thing I'd like to say is that I think people should not overreact too much about Michigan State's loss on Monday. Uh, well, I think we're going to talk about that later. But um, a couple other teams that I preseason I was very excited to get a look at is uh, Creighton. Creighton's got a lot of returning basketball players, including Carl Brenner, uh, Nemhard. They got a lot of they got a good a lot of good players on that team. Um, then they got Duke, Duke with Filipowski and uh, I believe is Proctor still there. Proctor and Roach I think are still there, so they got some good returning players. And Marquette, I mean Marquette was impressive last year, especially with Kolek and Igadaro. So Marquette's another team that we need to be on the lookout for. 
Okay. Well, we can kind of jump into that Michigan State loss a little bit. Are you not overreacting because uh, you believe Michigan State's better than what they showed or because they lost to an actual good team or a mixture of both? I do think um, I, I do think James Madison is an interestingly good team uh, for some odd reason. <laughs> they are senior-led, so they got a lot of experience under their belt. Um, but also, it's the first game of the season. Michigan State, you know, they they it's like a wake up call, I'll say. And I also want to give, uh, I want to make it known that Sissoko was in foul trouble and did not get a lot of playing time like he normally would, and wasn't able to be the rebounding guy that he is for them. And so I think that severely hurt their chances at winning. Uh, but other than that, I mean, Tyson Walker looks amazing. Uh, Hoggard is not going to have a he's not going to shoot two of 11 every game he's a good basketball player and so I think they just need to get get their stride and then things will start to look better for him okay well I I am really big on this James Madison team they beat Kent State in a miraculous game as you mentioned before we started recording and that's two tournament teams in their first two wins they have one of the best strengths of schedules I know it's extremely extremely early into the season but their strength of schedule this year is uh 11th thus far in two games. And they have a guy, Terrence Edwards, who's averaging 24 and a half, seven and a half, four and a half while shooting 46% from three on six attempts per game. And he's kind of been their catalyst to win these games. They're shooting 39% as a team. I don't know if that's going to continue, but that is a method for success. You're not in your head. What what's going through your head right now? Oh, that, okay. I'm I'm supposed to. I thought you were gonna like transfer into, into something else. Okay, yeah. Um, no, James Madison definitely looked impressive. They definitely looked good, and so I'm not gonna take anything away from them. I mean, yeah, Edwards looked outstanding, and and uh, what's his name? Uh, Bicker Bickerstaff or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. He 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 was a rebounding machine. <laughs> He's a rebounding machine that game, and so. Um, they were just efficient. They looked comfortable. They looked strong. They looked gritty. And so, no, yeah, James Madison is definitely a team we need to be on the lookout for. I do worry a little bit about their bench depth. But other than that, yeah, James Madison looks impressive. Yeah, well, one more thing before we move on. They do have – you mentioned the rebounding before. They have three players averaging seven or more rebounds a game. Three. That's – again, rebounding, especially in college basketball, is huge. And if you can get that many boards against any team, it could really – uh, help your team win games. No, yeah, that's definitely true. One thing, and I, I don't, I don't have a specific formula for picking a March Madness bracket, but when I do, you rebounding is one of the number one things I look at because historically, the team that rebounds better wins the game in college basketball. And so, um, yes, rebounding is very important. So if James Madison can keep it up, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with. How far do you think Michigan State should fall? Um, I was having a talk with a friend that we were talking about them falling completely out of the top 25 because that's their first loss of the year and it's against a non-ranked opponent. But how far do you think they should fall as the March Madness expert? You know, Michigan State, I don't want to be one of those people who like coddles the, the top teams. Um, I do think they there needs to be – I mean, they, they lost. They lost the first game of the season to a team that they shouldn't have lost to. So they need to go down at least – lower than 20 okay but would you have them in the top 25 
I think so, just because of the power, the firepower, and what they did last year leading into the season. I think it's a little too early to completely yank them out of the top twenty-five, but they they need to be they need to go down quite a bit. And then, are there any teams I'm, not ranked? Oh, Kevin, what's up? Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh, I just wanted to jump in and talk about Duke because I think that was a team Austin that, or I was a little bit surprised. I can't remember Austin. We talked about Duke at two. That seemed a little bit high. For me. Yeah, it's because of Flapowski. Flapowski really has an argument for the best player in college basketball at the moment. And if he can become that, I, I'm not uh, – number two is not crazy. Okay, okay. Yeah, so, Jake, I, I didn't know if there's anything else you wanted to say about Duke and then we can go with Austin. Um, so, about Duke, I mean, they have a lot of returning players. They have a lot of – I mean, the fact that Filipowski stayed is a big deal. He's going to make some huge steps this year. Um, I do think – Duke at number two is fair, and they are there because of Filipowski. Um, so Duke being there at two is perfectly fine. I'm I'm not complaining about that, and they're just they're just good. I mean, we we haven't seen a great Duke team. Well, they were good in 2021 when they went to the Final Four. Um, with was that Paolo's year? Yes. Yeah, that was Paolo's year, but. Um, Duke has they're returning Mark Mitchell, they're returning Filipowski. They still got Roach and Ty, Tyrese Proctor still there, so they have a, their core guys, all of their core guys from last year returning. So that's why they're in number two, and I think that's why they're going to stay at number two because they're going to they're going to win ball games. Is there any team that's currently uh, unranked that you think's being disrespected that should be ranked? <clears throat> well. I don't want to be the Rick Patino guy, but St. John's might be pushing a little bit for some. Uh, they might be pushing. They might need some respect. Um, I think UCLA maybe is getting a little disrespected because they lost some players. Um, I think one team that I'm excited for is uh, Pitt. I like this Pitt team. Uh, Blake Hinson's coming back. They uh they brought the, the what do they have the the duo the brothers or whatever the um oh let me see if I can remember their name they got uh the Diaz Graham brothers who are just a tall bunch of ridiculous lanky guys who can just rebound and they got the Federico Federico one of my favorite names in the league and so I like this Pitt team and I think they're being seriously overlooked as a possible March like run in March. A lot of people were talking about how the Big 12 is the best conference for college basketball, but is the Big East really making an argument now with UConn, Marquette? You mentioned St. John's. Creighton's obviously very good. I think the Big East is probably this year the the uh, the conference that kind of college basketball runs through. No, the Big East has proven time and time again that they are they are the force to be reckoned with in college basketball. I mean, you got Xavier, who was insane last year. Um, you got Providence, who always ends up being somewhat decent. You got Villanova, you got St. John's, like we just said, Marquette and Creighton and UConn. I mean, this is, and Seton Hall has shown flashes every once in a while. And so, and even, even, I hate to say it, but even DePaul has pulled out some crazy wins like from last year and competed with some high teams. So yeah, I think the Big East is very easily the best basketball conference. And where it used to be the ACC, it, the Big East definitely has it now. Yeah, that and the Big 12. But I asked what team is being disrespected. What team is being uh, 
catered to way too much by by the voters. Who is way too high? One team that I do not like and is very, very, very high in the rankings is Purdue. I don't like Purdue. I didn't like them last year. I don't like them this year. And Purdue is getting seriously way too much attention and way too much praise. And I, I'm, I think it's a little bit much at this point. Especially after they lost and they lost early last year. So what, what about Houston? I'm worried about Houston. I'm really worried about Houston. They, them losing Jairus Walker and Marcus Sasser. I, I'm concerned about them being number seven. I don't know if they have the star power this year to compete the way they did last year. Um, no, they're definitely they definitely have it tougher this year. Losing Sasser, who was just a straight up baller. He's a hooper. He was outstanding, and walk, losing Walker is tough. But I don't. I do think they are still a good team. They still got Jamal Shedd. They got. They pulled LJ Cryer from Baylor, and the, and then Emmanuel Sharp has proven to be very impressive this year. And Damian Dunn looks good too. And so I think they're still a sneaky team. I still think they're a top fifteen team. Um, but definitely, I mean, losing Sasser is tough. But they they filled the void pretty well. How do you feel about Texas? Texas. Oh, Texas. Man, I like Texas. I am a big fan of Texas. I've never, ever been a big fan of Texas. But, I mean, first off, bringing in Acemas, who is just – who took the world by storm two years ago when he was at Oral Roberts. And Tyrese Hunter is a baller. Tyrese Hunter is so awesome i love watching him play basketball and then even having um shedrick they still have shedrick and then um ethel horton has proven himself the first uh game or two the first game of the season he had a great game so yeah it's 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 the first game of the season but i mean they have a good squad I, i'm excited to see this uh this texas team they, they look good who else who else have i not mentioned that you're really high on Oof. um let me see. Miami, I mean, I know they lost um Wong. Oh, who Yeah, they lose. Yeah, they lost Wong and uh Miller, but they still have Omie and they have Pack, and so I think they're they're going to lead a good team. Um Florida Atlantic didn't lose anybody and they made it to the the final four, right? So um Florida Atlantic is still probably getting overlooked a little bit. Tennessee's sneaky. They still got Ziegler, they still got Bescovy. Um, and so, yeah, I think those are some of the teams that we need to be focused on this year. Okay. And then I'll, I'll, I'll have, uh, one more question if Kevin, you have anything to add after this, but this is something we always talk about. Kevin is when is it time to panic? I know it's definitely not time to panic yet for Michigan state, but for college basketball, what time of the year is it time to panic as either a fan base coaching staff or a player as your, of, of your favorite team? Not the fall or the winter. I think up until mid-January, you can comfortably not worry. But once you start getting into late January, early February, when you're about a month away from conference championships and conference tournaments, that's when you start to worry because 
uh, right around that late January, early February point, you want to start hitting your stride. You want to start seeing players develop, have, have developed over this, the course of this season. Um, you want to see that. Cause that's when you, that's, that's when the, the bulk of the conference play games that are important start happening. And so seeing how they handle that adversity, seeing how they handle uh, certain teams and certain schemes, you've seen all the types of schemes you've seen, you've had some conference play. So I feel like definitely beginning of the season is not time to worry um, because, I mean, nobody knew FAU was going to do anything <laughs> until they started going crazy in February and then in the tournament, the actual March Madness tournament. And so um, it's kind of like riding the hot hand. It's kind of like in baseball, whichever team is hot is going to go far. And so that's that's what you don't need to worry until around February. So I'll just give a quick example. Michigan State obviously lost to James Madison, then they beat Southern Indiana. They play against Duke on the 14th, and then on the 17th they play Butler. If they lose to Butler as well as Duke and start one and three, you're still not panicking yet? No, I, I'm still taking – I'm not panicking. I'm frustrated, obviously, because it's not the season start you – start of the season but that you wanted but you could get some redemption if you start hitting your stride against uh they play arizona i think and i know they play baylor and so um you there's more opportunities to start to figure things out tom Izzo is a phenomenal coach he's gonna get him in line and so i, I if i'm if i'm michigan state i'm not worried all right um i have one more question so you talked about texas you're a huge fan of texas Texas is at 18. Texas A&M is at 15. What are your thoughts on the Aggies? Uh, yes, the Aggies. Well, the team that got everybody excited in March Madness last year after what they pulled in the SEC tournament but did not have anything to show for it. Um, I, think, I think Texas A&M is not as good as people are saying they are. I did they I have a question I'm not completely sure did they lose Julius Marble No Julius Marble Do is still there he's a, he's Julius a, he's a fifth year senior Okay that changes things yeah Texas A&M with Julius Marble was way better without Julius without Julius Marble um Wade Taylor's a good player um this Hayden Hefner kid I had never heard of is impressive um or at least for the first game he was um i think texas a&m is a good squad um i think texas a&m and texas are going to be right around each other in the rankings for a while if they if they play like we know they can um i would love to see them match up at some point it's a pretty good matchup i think um texas a&m is a good squad i will say yeah, they they brought Wade Taylor back. They brought return. They have returning players, and they proved last year that they can hang. That these players can hang with the best, and just with a little bit of experience, like they got last year, they're they're back. And so Texas A&M is definitely a team to be looking at. Who do you like more? I like Texas more. I, I like Texas more. I love Tyrese Hunter. I love Ace Smith. Um, they they're just a good squad and. I think Hunter is going to have a, a bigger impact than people think. I think he's going to be like the Marquise Noel of this season. All right. Um, any final thoughts, Austin? Any final questions before we nope. let our expert go? Nope. Thank you again.
Yeah, thanks, Jay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, Austin, for your Arkansas, uh, I, I kind of like Brazil this year to make some, oh, no. make some waves. Trayvon's insane. We If we had Trayvon <laughs> last year, we would have had a chance against UConn, but we lost our best paint defender and our best three-point shooter. The fact that the same person is our best three-point shooter and our best paint defender, Arkansas was a title contender with him. But uh, I'm excited for this year. Trayvon's one of my favorite players on the team, if not my favorite. He's probably not my favorite, actually. He's probably Devo, but... Uh, yeah, I'm really liking Trayvon. Thanks again for that. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have you on. Uh, we know we're cooking up some stuff, but, you know, trailers are for teasing that. And uh, we appreciate you, Jake, for coming on. And uh, that's all we got. Let us know what you think in the comments. Thank you for listening to Outsiders Opinions.